Greetings in Jesus' name. This is Pastor Sean, and you're listening to The Intersection, not your normal fluffy Christian show. Well, we are headed down to the wire in these midterm elections, probably the most important midterms. I know people say that every time, but this really is probably the most important midterms to turn this country around. And you know what? You can tell when people are losing because of the desperation. The desperation. First of all, the left cannot handle its own medicine. They have been able to manipulate the media. They basically have a propaganda wing in the mainstream media, a propaganda arm for them. Um, they have been able to manipulate the uh, our intelligence agencies to help root up and root out their political enemies, as you can see with all the raids and the the FBI investigations only particularly slanted to those on the right. Um, they have been able to manipulate our institutions, our educational institute. They've been able to manipulate a lot of things, but what they are losing ground on is manipulating the public, the general public at hand. Now, um, a lot of the reason they're losing this is because even people who are particularly normally on the left, not particularly identifying as Republicans or conservatives are so fed up with the nonsense and the lies and the ridiculousness and the double standards that they're beginning to lean towards the right. They're beginning to find more common ground. And I'm going to say something really kind of wild here, and some of you might, because we typically use the word liberal in the sense of like, you know, Democrat, lefty, and, you know, a lot of mar, but true classic liberals. I'm talking about Democrat liberals who love the country, love the Constitution, just don't agree with conservative values. But but our our classic liberals really believe in the country have more in common now with conservatives than they do progressives. Progressives are that lefty group that have gone way off the Richter. They're the ones who are, you know, they're the ones who are telling us that not to believe your own eyes, that that boys are girls and girls can be boys, that global warming and, and climate change is going to destroy the nation in just a few years, that uh, the country is worse off racially than ever, that, that um, oh, that uh, censorship is good, that the First Amendment is bad. I mean, these are the people who've ran so far to the left that they pushed people like Elon Musk and um, uh, others in some ways a little bit to the right because they're finding out they have more and more in common with those on the right when it comes to free speech and American values. So I think they're going to find out they're finding out, uh, but they're in complete denial that they've lost the, the, the uh, mainstream public electorate, even those who would consider themselves moderate or on the left. And you can tell the desperation because they can only run on a couple of certain issues right now. It is the 100% same old Republicans bad, fascist, white supremacist. Um, Jir Biden's speech the other night didn't have a single thing to say about why you should vote for Democrat candidates, except for there's a bunch of dangerous election deniers out there who are looking to uh, looking to overthrow the country and they're a threat to democracy. Not a word about how bad inflation is, how bad, you know, Democrats just suck when it comes to the economy. They just don't they don't they don't know what they don't know. They don't know what they when they were surprised to find out that we might be 25 days away from a diesel shortage, they were they were shocked, but literally the incompetents didn't know what they don't know. 
and their their economic theories are like Marxist. They've always been theoretical. They've never worked anywhere. They've never done anybody any good, and yet they double down on them. And that's the reason you're seeing the economy in the shambles it's in. When it comes to education and children and health, the COVID response, all of these things, um, they're a shipwreck. So the only thing they can run on is the country is seated with white supremacist fascists on the right. That pretty much anybody who's a Republican or wants to vote for them is a enemy of democracy, a danger. And the thing is, it's not really resonating because most people right now are worried about feeding their children educating their children having enough money to pay for gas to get to work that's a crime oh my goodness they're doubling down on their criminal crime policies which have made things even worse they're doubling down on on cash bail you know eliminating cash i mean i mean these people are so out of touch with reality and they're going to be surprised on the 8th november 8th when the red wave is so towering and so incredible, and they were not able to scare you into believing that January 6th was the greatest existential threat to America, that that uh, right-wing fascist and, and all of these supposed white supremacist hiding, which, by the way, now they, they, they accuse anybody on the right of, including like Kanye West, who's now a, a, a fascist, a white supremacist, uh, including people like um, Kanye and Candace Owens and, uh, you know, Judge Joe Brown, <laughs> anybody on the right. Well, what's happening is, is people are beginning to see through all of the charades, all of the shenanigans. They're beginning to see through all of it. Um, and they're they're unable to stop. Um, they're unable to stop through fear and intimidation the electorate from voting uh, a red wave in on the 8th. I think it's going to be bigger and more ugly than we've ever seen. Despite mail-in ballots, despite all the trying to to to, to uh, duplicate the shenanigans of 2020, I drove through Ypsilanti the other day and I saw the, you know, the ballot drop box. It's like, really? You know, um, I realized that our Secretary of State has won some battles when it comes to to mailing out mail-in ballots to every single registered voter, whether we know they still live here or not, they're still legitimate, they're dead, we don't, we don't know. But just, they're trying to duplicate the things they thought won in 2020, which, by the way, um, if they really, really, really cared about election integrity, they really cared about the, uh, as, as they keep saying, our democracy, election deniers, they wouldn't be doing all of these shenanigans. They would be they, they would believe that the electorate could come, show an ID, vote, and we would know on election day who was the winner. Not election month, not election year. But the reason they do this is because they're not confident. Not confident. Now the most hilarious thing is is that they don't like their own medicine. You know, they 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 typically like to paint people who have any questions whatsoever uh, about the legitimacy of Joe Biden getting eighty one million votes. Um just didn't find him that more more most popular president in history and if you kind of scratch your head and go really he just doesn't seem that good then you're an election denier you're you're a danger to the democracy except if you're stacy abrams and you question whether or not the georgia election was legitimate last time and even throw some doubt and shade on the current situation well joe biden did that the other night <laughs> he did that the other night um 
he talked about the fact that the midterms could be illegitimate and then blasted election deniers. In other words, what they're saying is, is elections are only legitimate if Democrats win. You remember all the way back to George Bush and the hanging chads in Florida and the fact that he stole the election from Al Gore and people stood up. And we heard for years how George Bush was illegitimate and not rightly elected and stole the election. We've heard that. Then when Trump won, oh, just the they couldn't believe it. So we heard from Hillary Clinton and 150 other Democrats, by the way, who questioned the integrity of the election that the Russians intruded. Some had even suggested that they hacked the voting machines. Blah, blah, blah goes on and on. But it's okay then because if Republicans win, it couldn't have been a possibly a, a legitimate election. If Democrats win, it's the safest election ever. And if you question it, you're un-American, undemocratic, and possibly even a treasonous traitor. But Biden has, has already laid the groundwork for the fact that maybe the midterms won't be legitimate. But if you question his presidency you're an election denier his fraudulency joe biden raged against election deniers on wednesday you know how they are a threat to our democracy and all that and yet this comes after biden told the country the 2022 midterms could be easily illegitimate <laughs> yeah i mean you can't make this stuff up you can't make this stuff up in other words if republicans take a sweep in the midterms, it's got to be because of some kind of fraudulent situation. It's got to be because of voter suppression. It's got to be because voter ID. By the way, you ever notice how racist they sound? They, they, they honestly actually believe that showing an ID is going, to, is going to cause voter suppression to minorities? As though minorities can't get an ID, can't get a state-free ID? It's just ridiculous, and it's insulting to minorities. Uh, just as when he talked about the COVID shots and minorities would maybe not be able to go online to register because they don't know how to get on. I mean, how insulting can you possibly be towards minorities in this country by continuously using them as a low bar standard for why people can't function in society when, in fact, minorities are doing just fine, better than ever? Uh, Everybody I know, all of my friends who are minorities, all have driver's licenses and IDs, and they can all navigate the Internet just fine, better than I can. So it's only, they only use it when it's a, it's it's an attack, um, accusing people of voter suppression. I, and so he said, as I stand here today, there are candidates running on every level of office in America for governor, Congress, attorney general, secretary of state who won't commit that will not to commit to accepting the results of the election that they are running in. This is a path to chaos in America. It's unprecedented. It's unlawful. It's un-American. Is it really unprecedented? We had a three-year investigation into Donald Trump because Hillary Clinton was so butthurt about her loss, she decided, you know, I'm just going to sabotage this guy's presidency because, you know, I got so many friends up here. And Washington's a Democrat city. I mean, it doesn't matter if... if Republicans take the House, the Senate, and the presidency. You got the bureaucracy is going to work against you. It's a, it's a 99% Democrat city. And, uh, you know, she just figured, hey, I'm just going to get this dossier and pay for it. And we're just going to sow absolute confusion. We're just going to question the legitimacy of Donald Trump's presidency and anyone else who ran. We're just going to question all of that and uh, call him an illegitimate president. 
Stacey Abrams said that Jack Kemp stole the election from her. She brought up all these voter suppression issues that supposedly happened in Georgia. And then all of a sudden, if you even question maybe if Joe Biden is the most popular, handsome, beautiful, healthy, uh, muscular candidate ever, then you are a election denier and dangerous to democracy. So you know, they just don't like their own medicine. And they're about to get they're about to get slaughtered in the midterms, and they're already coming up with reasons why. Instead of accepting the election, they're coming up with reasons why. But they don't like their own medicine. You know what's been so exciting about seeing uh, uh, Elon Musk take over Twitter? And we, we, you know, I don't, I don't know how it's going to go. I don't know if he's going to allow total free speech or not. But he's he's already done some cool things, like enraged the left. He's already shared some things that enraged him. And uh, one of the things they started doing with the, that that the left is not used to. Oh, they they boy, they're bastions of free speech now. When uh, all of a sudden they're getting fact checked on the left. Yes, they actually fact checked President Joe Biden for saying that when he came into office, gasoline was five dollars a gallon, and he brought it down. You know the kind of stuff they make up and just. I mean, I don't even believe that these are confusion or these are flat out lies. Gas was two thirty nine. It's gone up two dollars and fifty cents since he took presidency. But he likes to say it was five dollars a gallon. He likes to come in and say that uh, there was no COVID vaccine until he got into office. Funny thing was, he took the vaccine before he took the office. So they they love to do things like that. But they don't like their own medicine, and they're losing their marbles. Now all of a sudden, we're in a fascistic state because Elon Musk is going to allow free speech on Twitter. And their idea of free speech is you either agree with us or you say what we're saying or you're off. You are canceled. He's already reinstated Kanye West. Can you believe what they're doing to Kanye West? Do you think it's really because Kanye West is a purveyor of misinformation or an anti-Semite? No, it's because Kanye West was a trophy child until he decided to question things on the left. And now all of a sudden he's not even black. He doesn't even deserve... (laughs) Civil rights. He doesn't even deserve respect because you got to understand that in the in the leftist world, you're only black if you're on the left. If you're Ben Carson or if you're Candace Owens or you're Kanye West, you're not even black. You can be you can be ridiculed. You can be destroyed. You can be spoken against. You can be utterly mocked, which would otherwise be racist if you were on the left. But now, if you're on the right, you're not even Ben Carson's not even black. Joe Biden said it. You ain't black unless you vote. Democrat. And it's amazing. And they're all bragging about how Kanye is getting canceled from this or that. He's no longer a billionaire. He went from he went from two billion dollars to four hundred million. Well, that hurts. That hurts to only have four hundred million dollars. And what was Kanye's response? He's never felt so free. He no longer he no longer is obligatory to all of these woke corporations and people who want to tell him like to think. And boy, what really stuns him is when Kanye comes out as pro life. You notice he had the uh, he had the uh, picture of a baby in utero around his neck, and when asked about it, he said it's because I'm pro-life, and he doesn't think that 50% of black babies in America should be aborted. Boy, isn't that white supremacist not wanting black babies to be aborted? You ever you ever notice that the things they accuse? I mean, why would conservatives who want children to be born, especially all children, but even black children? How could that possibly be in line with white supremacy? Wouldn't white supremacists want 
want minorities to abort their children. So we're fighting so hard because we believe that all lives are from God and all lives matter. And somehow we're white supremacists. Wouldn't it be more like those who are pushing for the obliteration of minority children that are supporting 50% of minority children to be aborted? Wouldn't that, I don't be, common sense has nothing to do with it. So he says, I hope you'll ask a simple question of each candidate you might vote for. Will that person accept the legitimate will of the American people and the people voting in his district or her district? Will that person accept the outcome of the election, win or lose? The answer to that question is vital, and in my opinion, it should be decisive. And the answer to that question hangs in the future of the country we love so much and the fate of the democracy that has made so much possible for us. Well, let's find out when the red wave hits if those people do accept. Because, you know, he's not talking about Democrats here. If Democrats don't win, it's going to be because of some hidden shenanigans, some voter suppression. It's not going to be because the will of the people, because they would never vote for conservatives. It's unprecedented. Let's not forget Biden's own press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre. Well, let's look at one of her tweets after Stacey Abrams lost the election in Georgia. Stolen emails, stolen drones, stolen election. Welcome to the world. Unprecedented Trump. Hmm. She claimed Donald Trump was a illegitimate president. She also claimed Stacey Abrams had the election stolen from her in Georgia, just like Stacey claims. Wouldn't that be called election denying? No, it's not if you're on the left. It's because you're pointing out that we have a white supremacist country that has voter suppression. As though, as though, as though every minority is obligated to vote Democrat. Couldn't possibly have been voted Republican. When the fact is, is that minorities in large numbers are moving away from the Democrat Party because they don't agree with its non-Christian values. Most minorities are Christian. Most of them have Christian values. Most of them don't see sexualizing kids as a good thing. Most of them don't want LGBTQ issues shoved down their throat. Most of them don't want to leave their faith at the door. And for that reason, many of them are becoming, uh, are, are voting in, different, in droves and Republican. Well, that can't be possible. They are obligated, according to the Democrat Party, to vote Democrat. It's amazing. It is amazing. Another one from Corrine Jean-Pierre. Brian Kemp stole the gubernatorial election from Georgians and Stacey Abrams. That was a tweet. Now, this is before she was the press secretary. This is before it might come back and bite her. But uh, problem is, is that they only consider it to be election fraud or stealing an election when Democrats don't win. How about Hillary herself? How much did Hillary deny that Donald Trump won the election? You want to talk about a woman scorned? It was literally, literally embarrassing to watch Hillary so vehemently, so vehemently deny that Donald Trump won. Keep saying she won the election. Well, let's see a media question that was given to Joe Biden. A moment ago, you were asked whether or not you believed we would have free and fair elections in 2022. If some of these late, these state legislatures 
reform their voting protocols, you said that it depends. Do you think that it would be in any way be Ill- illegitimate? And he says, oh, yeah, I think it easily could be illegitimate. I mean, imagine if those attempts to say that the count was not legit, you have to recount it and we're not going to count. We're going to discard the following votes. I mean, sure, but I'm not going to say it's going to be legit. It's the increase in the prospect of being illegitimate is in direct um, proportion to us not being able to get these reforms passed. In other words, in other words, Biden is saying that if his fascist and unconstitutional voting reform laws fail to pass, the 2022 midterm election is illegitimate. In other words, if the federal government shouldn't take over local elections, which they were trying to do, and make sure that all the shenanigans they did in 2020 can happen nationwide and no state legislature can disapprove, well then these may possibly be illegitimate midterm elections. But if you're on the right, let's say the Democrats had a blue wave and Republicans decided to question, well, then they would be election deniers, un-American traitors, and probably deserving to be hung. This is what Joe Biden's argument is. Well, Biden's fascist and unconstitutional voter reform laws did not pass. And Biden has not retracted this statement. Will Biden accept the results of next week's election? If not, is he an election denier? Well, of course not. Because on the left, you can't be an election denier. If you didn't win, there was clearly voter suppression. If you didn't win, there was clearly Republican shenanigans. If you didn't win, clearly somebody was disenfranchised. But... If the left wins and the right wants to question whether or not mm, voter ID is legitimate, whether or not ballot harvesting is a good idea, whether or not sending out mail-in ballots to people who haven't even requested them might be a good idea, then you, my friend, are un-American and election deniers. So basically, if you're on the left, you're standing for civil liberties. If you're on the right and you win then you did it through some sort of fraud or voter suppression. If you're on the left and you win, it's because it was the will of the people. And this, my friends, is the double standard they hold in all aspects, not just in elections. They hold it in every aspect. Why? They want to get rid of the filibuster. If the right wants to get rid of the filibuster, they're undermining democracy. But if the left wants to get rid of filibuster, they're supporting the will of the people. Getting away of those... Uh, getting away of the those... Uh, obstacles from true democracy so my friends go out next tuesday and send such a red tsunami such a red wave let the voice and the will of the people be heard and ignore the naysayers who will later accuse falsely accuse the election deniers that joe biden said were so dangerous my friends go out tuesday and send that red wave Until next time, this is Pastor Sean. May God richly bless you. We're the bad news. We're the young guns. We're the ones that they told you to run from. Yeah, the player's gonna play and the hater's gonna hate.